0: This is Comic Shenanigans, episode 392, Spotlight on Star Trek Beyond. Welcome to the Comic Shenanigans Podcast. This is episode 392. It's our spotlight on Star Trek Beyond. As I'm your host, Adam Chapman, and I'm joined once again by Star Trek aficionado,
1: t Mate. Mates.
0: Welcome back, Tavor. Thanks. How's it going? We haven't talked about Star Trek on this podcast for a long time. Uh, it's been a while.
1: Yeah, we were, we started that series of Star Trek specific yes, ones, but we yeah. didn't really go over it. Do you it.
0: remember when that was? It was a while ago. It was I a, have no two idea. years ago. Oh, well, two years ago because uh, I believe it was two years ago that How Much Mother ended, or maybe it was just last year. When did that end? I don't know. Either way, it's been a while. Whenever that ended, which I think was two years ago, we sat we sat down. We're like. You know what? Let's. I, I wanted to talk about finales, and you were like, "No, no. Let's let's go back to the beginning. Let's talk about pilots." Yeah. And that was it. Yeah. Sorry, right. we'll get there eventually. But that was still more recent than our discussion of Star Trek Into Darkness, which was in 2013. So, we've that's true. This podcast has long been in need of you to talk about um, Star Trek again. Yeah. Unfortunately, we bring you back to
1: discuss Star Trek Beyond. Yeah, not exactly the uh, you know shining. Symbol of awesome that, uh, you know, we've had in the past Perhaps not, so it's the, it's the 50th
0: anniversary of the franchise, right? Yeah Should what we a, not What a about horrible,
1: that? horrible gift <laughs> do, you Seriously. Put, do you put
0: gift in air quotes or no? Yeah,
1: uh, the, yeah pretty much
0: Okay Yeah So I'm, we're going to quickly surmise that you were not a fan of this film
1: No, I honestly thought this was the worst of the three Okay JJ-verse I mean, I guess let's call it by its now technical term, right? It was, it was called oh. the, the Calvin Timeline is that what it's called? Yeah, they've officially like. Really? Yeah, I guess because the new Star Trek series is coming out, which please, for the love of God, yeah, bring back Star Trek. Have they know. said which reality it's in? Uh, no, but I'm I'm thinking Prime Universe. Hopefully, like because yeah. they've established now that this is the Kelvin Universe.
0: It wouldn't be the worst thing if it was in the Kelvin Universe, as long as it told Trek stories. I mean, I, th- I don't think you have a uh, necessarily an objection to the universe. I think you have an objection to some of the stories they've chosen to tell
1: in the universe, as opposed well, to the universe itself.
0: Because you could starship tell-
1: design in this universe. Yes, it's well, pretty messed up. We'll get there in a second. There's like, a lot of there's a lot of issues with this universe. But in theory, like this universe, it could be right for Let's just leave this universe to the, the to the Calvin timeline. But like there could be some really good stories no, to tell. there's here. an alternate universe out there that's better than this universe. Is it not weird that we haven't really had a focus at all on Klingons or like the traditional enemies at no, all? No, I'm glad in one way though. Like the Klingon thing got overdone, like it really did in the original like yeah. movies and it was because of budgeting and whatever. Like is originally like the 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 bird of prey was supposed to be a Romulan ship. Yeah. And then it was something about the uniforms or whatever and the makeup, and they had it left over, so they just ended up making it a Klingon ship. Yeah. And when you think about it, the bird of prey makes much more sense as a Romulan vessel, right? With a cloaking device, mm-hmm. you know, it's a bird of prey, right? A,
0: what are the Romulans ones called?
1: The what, what, what Warbirds. Are are the Warbirds, that's right. Yeah, Romulan Warbirds. I always like that design. Which in this universe, though, in the Calvin timeline, they're Klingon Warbirds. Oh. In the uh, Kobayashi and Maru simulation. Were they? Yeah, because, you know. I didn't notice that at all. Why didn't we double check that? Wow. Yeah. Seriously? Yeah.
0: That's a little weird. Yeah, they, they called the them. The Romulans thing. are around in the. Kelpa they universe. mentioned them, I think, in this film, didn't yeah, they? Yeah, they, they were mentioned yeah. here, so we do know that they exist.
1: Yeah, reference.
0: Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah. So, like, I, I'm just curious that it's like they want to be different. It's interesting that both this movie and the last movie and if it hasn't been apparent already major spoilers ahead um it both kind of ended up having a villain who was basically human like Beyond had Khan who was a genetically yeah. engineered superhuman ultimately they were human beings yeah yeah and then yeah. The, and then in the first one it was a Romulan but like, I guess.
1: Oh, right. What do we, yeah, where's our... Oh, yeah, of yeah, course. The, what are we he's thinking Romulan about? the Romulan right there. But he was from the Prime yeah, Universe. Yeah, he wasn't
0: He wasn't a current Romulan. Yeah, he, he was from the Prime Universe. Yeah, yeah. he wasn't a Kelvin Hero Romulan.
1: Hero of the Prime Universe. Yeah.
0: So, yeah. But we've... Okay, that's interesting. Harry yeah. Ben of the Romulan. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So it's just interesting that in the last two films, instead of having a villain be something otherworldly, we've just ended up having a human being... As, yeah. as the threat that, That's a little disappointing Because one of the strengths of Star Trek Is that you have this huge universe to, to drop on all these different amazing, like, if you think about some of the, you know, the alien races that populate it, there's a lot of memorable ones. Obviously Klingons and Romulans yeah. are the biggest, and then you have the Borg because of TNG, and kind of Voyager as well. Voyager uh, really expanded on the Borg. Absolutely, fun. and plus they were in a film, so more people might know the yeah. Borg too, right? Yeah. And Resistance is Futile is an excellent like catchphrase that everyone kind of knows, even yeah. if they don't really know Star Trek. Uh, the Ferengi for you know it's a well-known.
1: Yeah, but they're never like not like the that being a villain was short-lived, right? Very short-lived, but they're still around. Like they're still like yeah, they're a major race. If you were only but more of, so in Deep Space Nine. More so
0: in Deep Space Nine, but those are kind of I guess the four other races, Cardassians, right? Cardassians. Yeah, also I'd say the Cardassians
1: are a bigger protagonists than yeah
0: than the, the you know the ones. average fan though would probably just know the Borg, the Romulans, and the Klingons. Like the the yeah, most I don't average. even know if they
1: know all like maybe not. Yeah, like. Borg Borg, Klingon, Romulans, maybe. Yeah. I, mean, I think Borg and Klingon are probably the two biggest yeah, Yes, villains. I think Romulans probably not as much, yeah.
0: because, especially because they look like Vulcans. They look like Vulcans. Although we should say, like everyone knows Vulcans, but they're protagonists, they're heroes, they're not yeah. usually depicted as villains, necessarily. Yeah. Uh, so this film, like I, I, I don't want to get bogged down in structure, but I would say like the opening sequence, compared to the last film, uh, started off a lot more promising.
1: Yeah, it started out well, promising. Like it looked like it, you know it yeah, had commission. potential, but then it just falls apart and becomes a Galaxy Quest scene. Like seriously, like it does become a little silly because
0: once those those monsters the top, though. are
1: they're so CGed and you they're you didn't running even call down. them aliens, right? I didn't call you them, them monsters, monsters yeah. for a reason because they, they look more like monsters. Yeah. they look more like something out of Star, they, Star Wars too. Yeah, they look like Star Wars aliens, which is fine. Like I, like I'm a, I'm a huge fan of Star Wars. I'm obviously a bigger Trek fan. But I, I'm still a huge fan of Star Wars. And I love Star Wars for what Star Wars is. You know, like it, And their aliens fit that universe. Yeah. Because that, that universe Those is... Those weird aliens, what's up? But the, bringing them into Star Trek, even in the first one, that giant, like, red crab-like whatever weird thing coming out of that ice yeah. planet. Uh, sorry, Hoth. Um, you know, like, seriously. Like, yeah. We don't need that nonsense in Star Trek, right? Like, no. it, it's, it's a... I don't mind having variations on aliens, like... Species eight four seven two was kind of a yeah you know but again like it worked for like it worked within the Star Trek confines like you know these sort of nonsense aliens like just to, for the sake of making them look weird and stuff yeah it just isn't it doesn't feel like Star
0: well, Trek and then again like once we see that they're they're tiny is it kind of like really like then it got silly
1: well it's like those cute aliens in. Galaxy Quest. Yeah. I don't know if you remember. They were like those little pink, play. like baby-looking cute yeah, aliens, yeah. and then they have the sharp teeth, right? It was like, yeah, same gag. It is like, the same gag. It, it totally f- felt to me like a, uh, like a scene it did undermine belongs the in... Yeah. It kind it of undermined, undermined the, the that diplomatic mission that yes. had some serious weight to it and had some substance to it.
0: Yeah, because I, I mean, that's why I, at first I liked that first scene at first, because again, it had substance, and one thing that we kind of see throughout this film is that this is a Kirk who's finally become a man, i mentioned this off podcast too, yeah. that it felt like the first two movies, he was kind of still a boy pretending to be a man. Yeah. Uh, and here He's he, developed... Uh, he Felt like someone who, in some ways, is almost aged too much because, and they have this great opening kind of soliloquy as as Captain's log, which I really liked. Yeah. Because it's him kind of expressing what does the effect of deep space mission actually have on a crew. Yeah. And I thought that was actually really cool. And I thought I wish we would have gotten more exploration of that before they kind of just
1: went slam bang
0: into a new. But again,
1: it's the problem with film is it's hard to sort of like it is to you know especially with this type of film like you know this is a summer blockbuster film you know ultimately like I know like it's kind of a forgettable action movie to be honest well I'd like, say some of this, some of the problems that beset a
0: series like Star Trek which really works in episodic format I did like that he mentioned there's yeah, a line there, but
1: well I think that was a deliberate yeah absolutely it, it started it's feeling kind of episodic which was, I, I like that line yeah there's a, a
0: few meta comments there was like a that. good
1: co- like yeah it was a little you know it was it a was, Maybe too much of okay, a link, for but you. it was yeah, it was sort of a little too over the top.
0: Like, but I think that so Star Trek really works on that serialized kind of format, yeah, or, ultimately, or, or yeah. episodic format, and I think the same problem for me happens with the X Men movies because the X Men movies they're they're hard, they're, they they kind of end up becoming just kind of more generic blockbusters, right? Yeah. Whereas if you watch like the TV show. Or you watch, or you read like the, the original comics. You're yeah, like the yeah. '90s cartoon series. It was an ongoing saga. Like That's it, true. Yeah, it they, built they, on arcs and stuff. Yeah. yeah, and you really you started to feel like you lived with these characters. And yeah. then when something happened. You responded to it emotionally because it was earned. You got to see the the you know those characters in good times and bad. And Star Trek absolutely is true that hey, we were talking again off podcast. We should stop doing that. Um, yeah. That part of the reason why the six you know original Star Trek movies work is because we got we already knew the cast. We yeah, had experienced sixty six hours or how many hours? Yeah,
1: sixty nine episodes.
0: Yeah, so we had that many hours with this with this cast. We knew how they functioned, and then seeing them go in these bigger adventures that couldn't be in a just in a TV series you didn't have to worry about the characterization as much because you already bought in yeah. whereas these movies are kind of behind the eight ball a little because they
1: don't give you that characterization although well, I I mean, this movie has more of the characterization than the last two yeah to some degree it's a, I mean the characters are sort of more familiar you know, in some ways like they've, they've gotten to that more sort of older stage,
0: yeah,
1: and like their camaraderie starts to feel more lived. Yeah, and, like what's a yeah? There's definitely like aspects because the other film too took place pretty quickly after. Oh, yeah, the first one, right, and then this one, they're what is three and a half or something? you said, yeah, it was, it's like three it was, years or years just, just on three mission. years out of the five year mission. But anyway, it's a uh, which, which was that you think on purpose because the original series was three
0: seasons. Oh, I didn't three even years? think of that. I so this is, yeah, so this is
1: kind of saying, well, what you saw on the TV show has already happened, kind of thing. Maybe, yeah, yeah, maybe that's what they were going for with that line. It's it's quite possible. I, I mean, don't know. It, I didn't even it didn't didn't even click to me until you just mentioned it. But that could be the next sly again one think, of those little things. I think if anything, the next generation movies kind of showed like Star Trek doesn't work as well on the big screen. Like it's a I think Sometimes the original series happens. did. Did work well just because the way things went down. Mm. There was only three seasons, but you got to know those characters. You know, plus it was a different era where you know film was like bigger, or better. That was supposed to be. Yeah, we so we're and now we're more in an era where TV's in a golden age. The, the TV's yeah. well written. Yeah, you know, and movies are just becoming these generic nonsense. Unfortunately, shoot 'em ups, yeah. whatever. It's like a lot of them are. Well,
0: what's interesting if you think about it? So we were talking again off podcast about you know worried rank and
1: the original six
0: movies, and you know, Wrath of Khan works because you had the you know Khan was in the original series, and there was right. there was a basis for it. So it felt like it wasn't just you were introducing something brand new; you were coming back to something, and it felt bigger. Yeah. Um, I don't think anyone would disagree with the fact that First Contact is the best next generation film. And yeah. again
1: it's it is an action film though, surprisingly. It but is,
0: but it also manages to be a
1: sequel to an important storyline from the right. show. I mean First Contact being like actually getting to see First Contact mm-hmm. Zephyr and Cochrane. Yeah. I mean technically it's the second time Zephyr and Cochrane's appeared, right? Because it was in the original series yeah. but it doesn't really like it was a t- no. totally different story. But sort it's of thing. it
0: is an action story, but again, because we already knew the Borg, they, yeah. we, they didn't have to sell us on it. Yeah. Like it was bought in so it's interesting that those would be the kind of the best movies because they most directly come off of the original source material that they were kind of adapting for the big screen yeah. whereas when they went for something wholly original like Final Frontier it doesn't really work the same
1: yeah, well, I mean, Final Frontier though, I think lacked the, fa- the fact that it was like Shatner directing probably didn't help. Yeah, he it's just a, wasn't. And I the mean, story was like, like Frakes like, is a director, like it's interesting. Yeah, no, not But Frakes also had tough. like time on on Next Generation to yeah. to grow his craft, right? Like, did he direct a lot of episodes of TNG? He directed a few before, like what's it? I mean, the whole thing was like Berman was very thing about like. The actors, if they wanted to direct, like yeah. you know, he made sure that they were ready for it. Like, because he's he quite a just, director now. Like, well, it, I mean, all of them went on, like, or yeah. a lot of them went on to do directing, right? Like if, uh, him, uh, LeVar Burton, yeah, did, uh, out of Voyager, I believe. What's it, uh, what's her name? Was doing a lot of work. Um, uh, Belana Torres. Uh, oh, really? Yeah, Roxanne it, it, Dawson. Roxanne Dawson. Yeah, she did.
0: Are you too impressed
1: that he even pulled that out of thin air? Yeah, like, she's that's done, not a name most people know. She's uh, she's done a bunch of stuff. Like, she did a couple Enterprise episodes, right? And okay. It's, uh, but she's also doing more work, right? So there there was like sort of that small sort of side, um, you know, director school yeah. out of the Star Trek group there. So it's a. Um, hmm. But yeah, I mean, I don't know. I'm I got I'm really hoping that the series is going to be. So the, re- talk, the return. Let's talk about some good things. Yeah, yeah, Because yeah. there see. are some good No, things. no, I, uh, yeah. Uh, we, I mean, we're
0: talking about the, the fa- character dynamics. I like that they kind of broke the crew up into smaller segments and we got to see a little bit of, again, the one on one with characters that we d- would, wouldn't always associate yeah, they, with each they other. They destroyed
1: the Enterprise pretty quickly in this to sort of get. I kind of like that.
0: That they just kind of got it done with. Like, they yeah, to be honest,
1: like, I didn't. Like it's the he first time I saw thing. an Enterprise, and I didn't have any feeling about it. Like it's interesting when they had the um, the I guess the saucer section, which yeah. doesn't feel like the same type of saucer section compared to the. The next, like, the next generation next generation that those we more. never actually saw it separate though apparently the original one could separate as well right yeah but so. when
0: we but like it was interesting when they when they broke it apart and then you know the saucer section fell down on that planet
1: yeah.
0: it didn't yeah it didn't feel the same as when watching you know the 1701 D crash yeah. in generations that, which i mean from a tactical standpoint is not as well done because it just didn't lack the Although they used a model for that, didn't they?
1: Yeah, they used a massive so, model. So and it, there I, was actually a shot in this that looks very similar when the saucer crashed to the Enterprise yeah. D crash. Yeah, and I, like, I think it might have been a homage so a little bit. Maybe, but like it's interesting. That, but that was impactful. Like that mattered more. And yeah, you're right. This yeah, kind of it, felt like it was kind of it was hollow because the ship is hollow. Like let's be honest. Like it's a yeah. crappy design. It looks ridiculous. A, like it was just you know it, it's shittily engineered. Yeah, if that's a word. As we learned, a, like well the fact that like so the. No, no, no. We were also talking about this. With the, 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 those so the, there's the swarm ships that destroy mm-hmm. the Enterprise. Now which, these swarm ships, which it's never like it's never really like who's
0: piloting them exactly.
1: Like who are these? Well, people? They seem to be piloted by individual. Yeah, we don't really know what this race is or why. So, the, it's a,
0: so this is a question I had. Yeah. So this is skipping to the end of the movie, but yeah, when fun. when they figure out how to destroy the swarm, it makes more sense if they're automated, in some way, not if they're piloted. Right, I don't,
1: but they were piloted.
0: But that's what I mean. So, yeah. but they were all piloted. So I don't know why the son. Basically, they, their idea is basically to use Sonics to screw up their telemetry so that they crash yeah. into each other, right?
1: Well, I guess yeah. But does that make sense if you have pilots? No, it doesn't. The whole thing doesn't make sense. But apparently, the Beastie Boys can save the day by <laughs> playing it across your universal, it's a, you know, iPod. Like, yeah, yeah. The, the most ridiculous. Like, honestly, like, that's so... Like, that's not even funny for Galaxy Quest. Oh, oh, I will say like, one who thing. who sat down at that table read reading that and took yes. that seriously? Like, I, I don't... W- I honestly, like, I'll how that say-
0: made it to screen, <laughs> I have no idea. I will say one thing about that. Um... I'm glad that they did use something with it because I thought when they were on what was the ship that they were uh, that the Franklin known, the Franklin when so they were on the Franklin it? and she has the stereo I'm like that's stupid and at least they use like they had it come back no like no no uh, um, come on just because I thought that was very out of place and weird and at least they took that out of place thing and basically that was their way of saying like we're going to use this later and even the, the, the words they use that we need something loud and distracting like at least they kind of had. They did have an idea for what they were going to do for it, as awkward as it was. I'm not excusing the fact that they used the Beastie Boys in the way that they did to just magically save the day. Uh, but I, I, I did appreciate at least that there was some reason. Like, Because when it first happened, I felt like that was just totally out of place. But at least there was yeah. a reason
1: for it. Does that make I mean- sense? Like, in all the other Star Treks, I guess, uh, as far as I can remember, they didn't have, like, music players specifically. It was just played off the yeah. ship's intercom, right, in their quarters or whatever, right? Yeah. But we've seen the crew listening to music. Yeah. So I have no problem with, like, there being a device that plays music. That okay. I have no problem with. Yeah. But the fact that it was, like, used to send radio waves to destroy the swarm, like, it's just so stupid. Well, like, it's so beyond ridiculous. Um, again. Again, maybe that's where the beyond part
0: comes This is just beyond... <laughs> something we did talk about once again off podcast is the concept that they didn't do a very good job um, kind of setting up in the early half of the movie the fact that they were going to be using them as just being a swarm of ships and how they were going to kind of defeat them. If there had been some kind of kind of layering it in or adding it in some way that them noticing that there's something about their telemetry, or the way that they're attacking their attack patterns, anything yeah, I think no. would have helped set it up. Whereas it felt very easy for them to suddenly figure out, Oh, wait a minute. It's a swarm. They're like bees. We can stop them like this. I think if they had built something into the beginning, there was the no sort of lead up at all. No, I think, th- but that, you know what I mean? Like I think if in the lead up, we had more of a sense of that, I think that would have worked better. Yeah. Or even... Say, and then even at some point saying, you know, and this is an issue ahead, is that Scott... Um, not Scotty. Uh, Bones is, once he's in the ship, figures out how to... How to yeah. Well, how did he to become the, like the best pilot in Starfleet? I don't know. But he did, right? Yeah. So whatever. So he's been in this thing and he's figured out to fly it. It's just weird that... He figured out how to fly. You have these pilots who are maybe not pilots, maybe they're just shock troops who are in
1: there. Yeah, like, they didn't really get into though that race at all like no they, they sort of just like, like are they even that. a race like because yeah or are they all like they he mentioned something about like um them being like miners or slave yeah. miners or something like that and like they how... really don't clarify a lot on and him. the big enemy the, it was named crawl or something yeah they called him crawl no. it was idris elba's character
0: now how did they never really explained
1: how he got that ability to suck the energy didn't they he mentions in his log, because they yeah. end up going through the Franklin's personal logs, yeah. and they find, it turns out he's the captain of that yeah. ship. He used to be a Mako, which was a reference to Enterprise. Yeah. Said, um, and that he fought in the Romulan War, and the... It said, what did they say? The Romulan... And Zindi, which is also a reference to, yeah. uh, to Enterprise. It said, um, but yeah, he mentions that there's some kind of technology here that allows you to live longer. But later on, it feels like he, he just literally, that's someone. pretty much all he says, is there's technology here that makes us live longer. And yeah. that was the whole explanation. They don't but, explain... But play. later on, he just grabs someone and gets you... And yeah, he just happens. grabbed them. I don't know if it was that suit, if that oh, was what was maybe. implied. Because, like, at but moment... that at type point, of stuff should be explained. Yeah, nothing was explained in this. No. Nothing was explained in this. It, honestly, like, from what I read, was that Simon Pegg was writing part of the film yeah. as they were shooting the film. And it maybe, a, maybe kind of showed a little... <laughs> Quite a bit. I think honestly, a lot of this was like. See as your as I said, I feel like the
0: third act was where it fell apart. I think the first two acts had problems, but I think they weren't bad.
1: Uh, I don't know. I like, think, it's still good writing, end, though. At the end, it felt very easy to get rid of all of the swarm. Right I honestly, away. it's a. I honestly don't think that swarm. The the solution being that song, like yeah. the Beastie Boys song. I don't hate the song. I like the song. Yeah, it doesn't belong in Star Trek though. That that, it's just so stupid. Like the concept of the. Well, I feel like years
0: ago, like if you were watching a TNG episode, they would have just said we sent the sonic pulse, and then you would have seen all the ships. Yeah, maybe. But that's all you would have seen, which
1: is not as climactic for a movie. Yeah, but it's still like really like I know. I think. I, scene, I honestly think that fire. scene was written on the fly because I don't think anybody that would sit down at a table read and went this and like could take that. Do you think series. that was always the song they were going to use? I don't know, but again, like the other thing I thought about this movie that bugged me was uh, personally I think the trailer gave away all of like. I knew what was coming from each of the things because of what I saw in the trailer. No, some stuff I didn't like. I didn't like the whole sequence with Kirk on the bike. I know you didn't like him on the bike,
0: but the fact that showed it in the trailer. Yes, but we didn't know that there was like the hologram versions. Like that was yeah, it's a kind of a nice touch. I don't understand how the holograms work though. No, because like (laughs) how does
1: that tech work? Jayla is like the the alien, which I thought was a decent character. She was interesting. What's a? She had some like she had some. Like they actually uh, took time to build her. It's interesting that she shared you know a lot of scenes. With the person who wrote the movie. Yeah, it's a yeah, I mean she like she had some weight to her. She was actually the, probably one of the like one of the positives of the movie was like She had a cool design. Yeah, she looked interesting, like it was, again, humanoid, but like different enough, enough different that like was, markings, but not with like getting crazy prosthetics and stuff. Yeah. Like another friend of mine or, like mine that came with us to the movie, he was saying that like he thought it was kind of weird that most of the aliens in this movie look like underwater type characters like, yeah. like they all look like they had some sort of like fish or whatever Absolutely. Well, which it maybe villain, is the theme that they were going for the main villain looks like a lizard yeah lizard like right it, like it's, it is kind of and then that chick with the crab head and yeah. like but again it's like they, they what did you think about that crab head no, I, I, I again, wondered what I, I was like did why did cut she something? have
0: a cra- crab, crab head no yeah. I wondered if they could cut something out of the movie or something because he was like I need you for something and then that was it
1: no, because she's storing the... Yes, but for a long time. The like, there was a weapon. long, long... Gap. Oh, yeah, there was a long period where we don't realize that she has the weapon in her crab. Yeah, like, like, it took a long time to get to that Crab-like's head. It's yeah. just, again, it's creature shop nonsense, like... I kind of like that, though, because they... It they, works in Star Wars. That's what Star Wars It is more well. Star Trek. It's Star not, not a Star Wars, Trek yeah. thing. Like, you know, like, I have no problem with having aliens, but, like, it just it's, doesn't feel right in Star Trek, Here's a question. in question:
0: movie. If you're that alien... Yeah. Don't you think that opening up your crab head Is kind of
1: an intimate thing it, And weird it's for, weird. for your captain weird. Just To creepy. just insert a weird, <laughs> weird Here let me shove this weapon in the back of your crab head right? Why does he even know that that's there like <laughs> is he banging the whole crew that he knows all these weird things? Like
0: I did uh, to go back to the opening uh, soliloquy, I, I did enjoy the fact that they kind of show what happens. Like you kind of get cabin fever that people. Yeah, well, yeah. Well, they sometimes were, it works. Yeah. Sometimes it doesn't. Like I like though that kind of that felt like something that you might but explore. To me, that, that's
1: sort of like what's a they're not professionals. You know what I mean? Like to me, that like Starfleet are a bunch of professionals, right? Like no, no. I thought that was like. That was valid. That because felt it, like frat stuff. Like, but the it, mil, the, any military is professional that's in theory. True, I guess you don't think shenanigans happen between. Yeah, but I mean, like you know, right? Like it sort of was, sort of. It felt the way it was shot. It felt frat. Like it didn't feel. Yes, with them kind of throwing them out of the room. Or yeah, whatever. like yes. I, mean, I get. I get what they're trying to do because they're trying to show a, a bunch of things quickly. Yeah. It's a movie. Plus they're they trying to humanize something that often gets kind of they kind of play up the alienness in and the future I don't features. know, maybe I'm a bit of a stickler, like, I kind of like my Star Trek a little bit serious. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Because to me, Star Trek is not just some shitty entertainment. It that, like, at I, times it was in the 60s. Not it, always. No, don't get me wrong. It, like, it's had stinker episodes. What's yeah. it? But you're but right, at though. At the heart it's, of it. It's uh, a different era, too. Like, that was a different the era, what's it? but also, what's it a... It was a Western. Even based. Next Generation had some shit episodes, but overall, they, like... Shittiest episode. Of Next Generation? Yeah. Well, in one way, Shades of Grey, just because it's okay. a, a clip show, but, okay. like, when you put it in context. The game is, is, it, is like, it's funny, because the game's getting referenced all over the place now because of Pokemon Go. Oh, that's true. I hadn't even thought of that. Yeah. Watch that, and then think of all the people playing Pokemon. Yeah, yeah. It's that's exactly funny. what it is. That's funny. Don't um, oh, get wrong. I'm playing Pokemon 2. season 2 episode, right? Season 5. Shades of Grey is season 2. Which that's w- the season two finale. That's why... Well, Hold on, which, which one is it with... Everyone has the, the game console The inside. game is season five. That's season five? Yeah, <laughs> because Wesley's weird. in the Academy, right? And Wesley comes back. Uh, so I believe that's the first time Wesley comes back from the, when he was in uh, the okay. Academy. Right? So it's a... Um, well, no, I guess... Is it the... I think it's the first time. Because I think it's... What's it? A, um, the... Um, when he... Uh, when they go to, uh, to Starfleet Academy. I believe that's later. Okay, when you the um... well, no one's gonna check you on this right now. So it's... well, anyway, it's a like, um... but yeah, like at, at the heart of Star Trek, it has some seriousness to it, like seriousness to it, right? Mm-hmm. Like it's it's never played like that camp. You know what I mean? Like no, like this this movie just felt way too comedic. Like it had like a Galaxy Quest ask. But then you also, as you
0: said, like, Jayla was a serious character. No, she was, Serious backstory, too, right? Yeah, like, her parents were enslaved at this place, too. You know, and, like, like, when uh, Kirk goes back to, like, to save her, like, that plays on, like, she's got this feeling, like, and, um, or whatever his name is, kind of taunting her that, you know, they're leaving you behind, and... Right. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, even once a, she gets out of you know into space, like
1: the look in her face, like she was, no, she was like as we said, one of the best parts of the movie. Because yeah, I would think out of the even like like out of all the cast, she's probably the best like of all the characters, And that, the strongest
0: female character. Yeah, because like although you heard it got a little bit to do, but not much. She really got short.
1: Yeah, she didn't have as much to do in this film. No, and I'm,
0: a, I'm glad they didn't overly play up the she relationship did, she with She did Spock. save
1: the, uh, what's that, the, the the saucer section yes, by sure. letting the uh, the neck of the ship go, what's <laughs> which again was ridiculous because Chekhov says, yes. well, the ship still thinks that uh, we're getting power from the warp drive. Really? Like, how bad is this thing engineered? Yeah, yeah. Not only that, but Scotty couldn't get the ship going into warp because the nacelles were gone. The deflector dish was already gone. That would be a real problem. True. Like, Maybe I'm a little bit of a stickler again for starship design, but if your navigational dish is gone, you yes. can't go to warp anyway. Well, but again, who cares? They, and they as we say, they obviously don't care about any of that stuff. Anymore.
0: Well, I also don't really like. And this is something that I would have appreciated them giving a little bit more thought to is the the enemy
1: you know hive.
0: How do those ships work? Yeah. Again, where is ridiculous. the propulsion? Like. like
1: are they? They almost seemed organic in some ways. They didn't explain yeah. them at all, and they seem to be like. And how like do they go right through, through the hull? And but not, they're fine. They're okay. Yeah. Yeah, like that. That seemed weird to me. Like I thought it would have
0: made more sense if. But if some of were, them
1: got stuck in the saucer.
0: Like I thought at the beginning that maybe they were like kamikazing and some yeah, of them were absolutely dying off, but that ended up not really being the case. And but there's some so ships many are of
1: caught them. in the saucer section. Yeah, like they're like poking out of it. But yeah, because they're like, can go through. It doesn't make a, yeah. Well, because I think they oh, did. those they were did... landing party ships, I guess. whatever well, right? they... they were going inside. Yeah, right? I think they, they did like kind of shoot something up so they could sh- come into. A yeah, they way. could board the, the vessel. But again, I think and they... even the way they boarded was like bang, like they just kind of jump out. Like it's yeah, kinda... it, it seemed a little weird. Like I, I mean, there was no thought to that design. They were like a shock troops, like they were ready to go. Yeah, but the thought to that design wasn't any, anything technical, and that's the thing about like mm. the older Star Treks. They actually did have some like thought, like you know, yeah. they took a long time to think about. Well, One you know, thing I thought
0: didn't really end up paying off and we no I'll actually we'll get into this part in a minute but uh, was when we first see Crawler crawl, or yeah, Crawl uh, and he and grabs and he's, he's like Kirk that's kind of a cool moment because like how does he know him and then it right. they really then it comes so basic later it's like oh they were eavesdropping on that thing somehow through that nebula that was in the way they were able to like track and listen to this space station
1: yeah really? like the Dubai that's... Space Station
0: yeah we'll get there too yeah now we saw this movie in a new format so we should talk about this yeah
1: a... so what's it called the Bronco Escape yeah, that's what it's called. Yeah. So
0: now this is a new format in North America. Um,
1: not yeah, just- I don't know the
0: whole history of the thing, but I know that this is the first movie playing in this format. So the basic concept is
1: that you have the you have a main screen, and then you have two other screens, one on the left, one on the yeah, right, that are angled off the side, left and right. So it's sort of, you know, you get, so it's sort of, I guess, the idea is sort of like a curved TV. Yeah. But just not like a big, uh, like much bigger theater, scale, right? right? So that yeah.
0: there's parts in the movie. You know, we I think there's about 20 minutes or so in the entire film that is in, in this film. format. Yeah. which is actually in this super wide format, which is cool. Yeah. But one of the problems that you had highlighted earlier was the fact that some, there's so many cuts in the film where it goes from one shot to another that you have this big epic space battle where you have all three screens active. You Then you quickly go back inside yeah, you know, the live ship, action, yeah. and now you just have one screen, and then back, and then forth, and back, yeah, and forth. Yeah, it seemed
1: like a lot of the shots that were in this full screen, like all three screens filled, were like CG shots, yeah, with external ship shots. But then, yeah, there, there's all these cuts going back and forth. So, honestly, like, I, I think it would be much better if you had a whole sequence, yeah, in one go in this format. Kind or you like, do the whole movie in the format, yeah. But it's a like odds are they're not going to do that. But it, the the cutting back and forth, it just made it so like. Yeah. Like jolting almost, like it, it, you didn't really get to enjoy it at all. Yeah,
0: like we talked about before about how you know, dark I think it was Dark Knight, yeah, we in, saw Dark Knight was in IMAX. an extended IMAX format, yeah. but that was much like it was not something that was glaringly obvious,
1: it was just suddenly it would be using up the full screen. Yeah, and then and a lot of times they would use it for establishing shots, so you get like a big wide, but it was position. a longer sequence, usually, but it, 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 not all of them were that long, but mm-hmm. it's just that the screen would you know, it would shrink from top to bottom and yeah. it didn't feel so. Jarring, right? Well, like, and I think that's because you have suddenly you have two black bars in there. Because the other thing too right? is they would fade that that sort of like shot, right? Like if it was yes. a full screen shot, it would fade back to yeah. widescreen. So you you know you got the top and the there bottom was No, fade whereas there. this is no fade. It's just on off on off yeah. on off. And honestly, I don't think it's gonna. I don't think it's gonna do very well. No, like, it, was, it, was,
0: it was disorienting too. A, right? I
1: think it's a like a new fad that they're gonna try out, and I don't think it's gonna work very good. I appreciate it on the, the basic concept of it because I mean I don't know from a technical standpoint what's going on there like with those the like projectors that? and whatnot, but you know it might be uh, technical. Yeah. So, you know, like a, there's probably some pretty sophisticated technology in there, but yeah. at the same time, like from a viewing standpoint. You either have to do longer sequences in that format mm-hmm. or just don't bother with it because yeah. it's, it's pointless, like it really is jarring. And, and True. It, like, so and I was, the one thing I, I said this before we were going into it, I'm like, the warp, se- like the warp thing would look really cool. And that's they, and they didn't, didn't even use it, no, they didn't even go into warp yeah. with that. That's uh, so I did kind of like that weird warp bubble effect, yes, that was kind of neat. It was a different sort of uh, use of the warp. I was thinking about it, I would rather see. Um, Star Wars going to
0: hyperspace, like their hyperdrive. Yeah, in that format, the hyperdrive. Because pretty. because a lot of those sequences in Star Wars were, like, you know, in the cockpit and you saw it coming at right, you. Right, yeah. Seeing that would be awesome.
1: To be fair, the warp effect comes from the hyperdrive effect. I'm pretty sure that's where I think that... so? Well, because if you look at the original series, warp was just sort of... They didn't have yeah, that yeah. An effect, no, right? No, it was just like... They just kind of moved it fast. Yeah, they moved faster. Yeah, like it didn't really. What's it like? They didn't have an effect, right? Like, and they were yeah. serious. No, I guess that's and true. then it was in the movie, like it was a, mm-hmm. the motion picture where you had that first warp effect. Like, that's was, true. I'm pretty sure it came from that's sort good. of that Star Wars that's, hyperspace. That's, that's
0: a good point. Now yeah. we had bad luck in our showing because it was the first day they'd ever used the format at our theater. Yeah. Third, third actual I think it was showing. the Third show. Yeah. Uh, so we, at the beginning they have like a little announcement comes up from the. Produ- I like that it wasn't the director. Yeah. It wasn't anyone really in
1: the production. It Was like this. Producer you never heard of? Yeah, he's like a producer from Bad Robot. It's yeah, like, it's like, hey, dude, do you want to do this trailer? Like, JJ is <laughs> okay. busy. It's uh, a it? Justin Lin. Yeah, Justin Lin yeah, busy. It's a the hey. It's a it? like. Could you not have got a PA maybe? Yes, yeah, seriously. Like, seriously it was like that's kind of what it kind of felt like. It, well, it felt like it should have been someone from the cast or someone, like, right? Like, yeah, it
0: just because he, he.
1: Who are you? He's like, a
0: little weird, right? Like, it felt really. Like, and he introduces it felt the film. Like we need to do this, and we yeah. need someone quickly. Just grab this guy. And what's weird about it is that in this in the kind of intro, like. You You know, you're going to see the film, and then suddenly you're going to see this, and he puts his arm out, and there's this weird... Our screens didn't change. Well, it it was was like a zoom effect happened, right? Yeah. And we're like, what's happening? So... Then we, we watch the film, and we're in the sequence where the Enterprise gets taken apart. And I had known from watching a trailer for the Branco experience, seeing that fight in the three, uh, the oh, three, three screens. screens yeah. And then it's only on one screen. I'm like, well, that's, that's weird. Yeah. And then they just kind of stop the movie, and the guy comes in and is like, sorry, we're having a problem with that projector. We're going to
1: rewind it ten minutes and show you the way yeah, it's supposed to be. Which I was like, first and, of all, I didn't feel anything <laughs> the first time I saw this Enterprise get blown up. Other than sort of, thank God, because that design was shit. Yeah. but then to be fair the new one doesn't look that much better like no. I almost think it looks worse than looks a
0: little weir- weirdly extra
1: metallic oh, like, I like know, shiny like, I don't know what they're doing man like seriously like can we get the old designers back like let's design some proper Wh- what ships?
0: movie did we see the 1701A originally was it
1: Final front Frontier uh, it was no it was uh, Star Trek 4 the end was of it, Star Trek 4 it was IV. the end of Joe Home? Yeah. and again this is kind of funny I, I know we, like I mentioned this off podcast when we we're before we went to the film it was like so you know, Star Trek two, we bring in Khan. Yeah. Star Trek three, we destroy the Enterprise. Yeah, like these these elements are in the original. The next ones. one has his dad, which is maybe time travel. Yeah, what exactly. On the to, fourth one, yeah, we're gonna have time travel in the next one. Yeah. So Star Trek V, God's gonna show up. You know what can be worse, right? Yeah. What's good? I mean, I don't know. I think I still think Star Trek five. We were you know we've already touched on this. Star Trek five, yeah, may not be as good as this in some ways. But I still think the character moments in Star Trek V are more solid than they are in this film. You just, like, you heard a sexy dance. No, that's terrible. Again, it's that really what, bad. That was one of those things that they should have... Like,
0: Why? Why yeah. is that in there? Because
1: Shatner probably had some fantasy and wrote that in there.
0: Isn't that weird, though?
1: Like It's stupid. It doesn't add anything. Yeah. It's just this awkward... I remember
0: as a kid being like, what? Yeah, it's... it's Yeah,
1: that, that, that's Shatner. I mean, and,
0: and Nichelle Nichols
1: is a is a, is a very attractive what the hell? woman. But uh, yeah, sorry. What's it... Going back to the this beyond, what yes. the hell do they have with uh, starships in water? Like yes, what what the hell is the deal with that? I don't know. Like what? They're not submarines. But this one very clearly couldn't
0: handle it. What do you mean? That's well, it. it kind of came up and then landed, and that
1: was it. Like it looked like it wasn't gonna. Like, yeah, be that going was the other work. thing. So he destroys the villains' like ship yes. by literally like pancaking them with the <laughs> yes. with the Franklin. I did appreciate the Franklin's design yeah. being sort of like the uh, Enterprise-like series, like the yeah, NX vessels, school. and it was c- called NX something. What's it? What did you think of Yorktown? I didn't like it as a starbase design. Because I mean,
0: they've always had a very streamlined starbase design, very utilitarian, and this is like, what is this? It's like a city floating in a bubble, which is what it was. I guess is kind of cool. It's just it. It's weirder because. Because we're we already know that in this universe we have places like D S nine, like we have we know what
1: stations look like. And they've never looked like this. Again, this is where that design thing comes in. I get it. They're going for like different design look. And I guess it is an outpost on the weird edge of space. But again, like the they're in deep space Like this is a, Supposedly this new Deep yeah. space station That's like way out there Well
0: isn't it weird too That they have this new station That's on this side Of the nebula No one's ever really been able To go to the nebula before Enterprise easily Gets to the nebula yeah. In five minutes yeah. And now they're, they're, With 100 year old technology They can now go backwards Well yeah Without any problem whatsoever Because Like we don't even see it happen
1: It's that easy Because they don't care yeah. They don't care about this stuff. They don't think of this stuff through, right? Like, but that's the thing. Like, I, 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 going going back to Into Darkness. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that first ten se- minutes of that sequence, all they said was, "Wouldn't it be cool if the Enterprise came out of the water?" That was the whole yeah. extent. They didn't sit there and break it down logically. Whereas, like, if you listen to the writers in in like on the Blu-rays of the Next yeah. Generation, they talk about like they literally had fights over stuff, mm, the mechanics, and, and, and yeah, like they they actually cared. Here, I don't think they care as much.
0: What did you think about the uh, the old ship kind of doing that, like off the cliff and then... Stupid. <laughs> Stupid. They even mentioned, they're like, they're called starships and this was built in space. I kind of like that part, the fact that they didn't know if they were going to be able to get it off the ground because it's it ridiculous. wasn't meant to Why be. Become...
1: Yet the Enterprise, which is like six times the size. Also, how the hell did they put all the Enterprise, Enterprise is crew years later into the
0: Franklin ship? Well, they didn't have the entire crew. The, I don't know if they had, like, didn't maybe, they save
1: the entire crew? I thought they had like 40 or 60 uh, I don't know how
0: many people. A they lot see. of people died. A lot of, yeah. a lot of their ships were like being blown out of the, of the
1: water. Well, apparently they were stealing those ships, right? Now, here's a question, too. Uh, maybe this is just me Again, being Again, these done. are all things that they don't think through. They when McCoy care. and Spock escaped, I thought...
0: I didn't realize they were in an anime, like one of the ships. I thought they were just in the back of a no, they were in the turbo lift,
1: which is also ridiculous. Okay, so how so apparently, that... the turbo lift can become an escape. So, pod so here's you, my question: If the ship falls apart so, around it,
0: but then why did Spock say that that uh, McCoy had experience in in the in the insect ships, like in the hive ships? Well, because
1: they were flying it. Yeah. When. So they crashed into that like the, the insect ship thing crashed yeah. into the turbo lift. Oh. they they were brought on board that thing. Okay, and then they ejected the pilots. Remember? Yeah, yeah. And then they did it again when they stole that next one. Okay, again, stupid. I'm though, sure why about. McCoy like you know becomes the greatest pilot in the in Starfleet? Like, it, if it had been Sulu, he would have bought it. Yeah, it would have made more sense for Sulu or even Chekhov to have been on that yeah. ship, right? Like. It was just another like, so we can have the buddy cop moment with the uh, yeah. Kirkus Sp- or sorry, Spock and McCoy buddy cops.
0: No, it's interesting. I I remember re- reading an interview with Cho talking about how you know it was nice that the fact that they gave him a family and the part of the reason they did that was that we'd have someone on the Yorktown that we would have more of a personal connection. Yeah, to. emotional connection. But I found that I didn't care because it didn't feel like they ever actually made me feel like they were ever in danger. Like I felt like like it wasn't close enough to actually happening
1: that I was really worried about yeah. his family. Like, yeah. So his I mean, family, I don't... I, don't, I, they I showed like the that one they gave him a family. Yeah, they showed the one scene of his uh, partner and, yeah. and the daughter. It was so brief and it was like, all right, well, I guess we're done with but that. No, but they see that you see them running, right? Yeah. Like for
0: one, they, you basically see them but in two scenes. they're like... I, I guess my issue there is that if they wanted to make me have more of a personal connection with it, they maybe had to be closer to the action, or just the action never really got inside I the bubble. That. I almost like, well, it did a little bit. Like, it was Only a- at the end with, like, three ships. But, but then it, was, it wasn't really that scary. Yeah,
1: I know, when it was the a-
0: swarm with Beastie Boys before it was... <laughs> but a- when it was the swarm, it was scarier, but they weren't inside the bubble, so I never really took it seriously, so I wasn't uh- actually worried for Sulu's family. I like that they gave Sulu the family.
1: Yeah, it was nice to touch that they had the, the daughter, right? Which connects to like the yeah, same, um, Exactly. From generations we see his daughter. I mean and I it don't I don't think it impacted the story or did anything by making him gay. Like it
0: no, I mean it didn't. It, was a, it, didn't, add, it didn't add or subtract.
1: It the just the thing is, like, there's oh. no there's no way to really develop that. It's a the, that relationship no. on, in a film, right? No, you
0: we, we did get the like that, that that like two second scene of them was nice. Like it no, you or, felt and in one there.
1: way it's good in the sense that it like it didn't make it like about it, exactly. It was, just, it was just a normal thing, right? No one yeah, cares. Like Kirk didn't go, oh, he's married to a guy. Like yeah. there's none of that kind of bullshit. It was just normal, and that's what they were going for. And I get why they were going for that. And I thought that the two, like
0: just that one sequence of them together, I. I still felt emotion for it because that felt like a sweet moment. And again, Yeah, it was the, like the ship was coming kind of home, life. sort of. Like, he was coming home, yeah. yeah it, and I think if they had, you know, shown five more minutes of Sulu and what him and his family were up to, then it would have been like, okay. like
1: No, I think they made the right matter. choice to keep it brief. Yeah, I know, like, um, apparently they... Um, like, George Takei said it was not the right move because that wasn't the character had originally. Had he seen... Like, I don't uh, know if he had seen the scene itself but it was a, but he felt that Gene Roddenberry didn't make the character gay yeah. so you shouldn't make the character gay which is kind gay.
0: of an interesting standpoint to it is I think considering, it's considering he's been such
1: him. a spoken outspoken you know like he's become very much a symbol of the LGBT yeah. movement right it was a but absolutely and so you know I respect his opinion too in that sense like, it's hard was not it to ne- was speak. it necessary you kind of have you know, to respect he, his he, opinion it wasn't necessary but at the same time I get why they chose his, like the character to yeah. sort of reflect him yeah but well and I think and you can
0: of, see sort of both sides of the coin on part of what I think I, I do agree with is when they were kind of saying defending their decision they kind of said that you know if they had made it just a new character
1: then it, it, it would be that gay it character it would be the gay character yeah absolutely to which here, would have been bad
0: no one they're just like that's no, Sulu It's just and normal. He's gay, right? Yeah. It's just normal. Which Whereas it should be. If you introduce a new gay character, you run into the
1: trap of him like just so no, it would he be known, would, as, he would be known as the gay character yeah. which would not be good either which isn't yeah. what they wanted no absolutely what they wanted I get why they did it the way they did it a little bit of a little bit of a film you like a in the relationship a film you can't explore the relationship yeah but on the same time and on the
0: screen a little bit of a little Meant to be
1: either like they never really touched on it, but I mean again, it's, they only touched it's on a, a few film, characters right? like, he, kind of sexuality, and he wasn't one of them. No, a, and again, it's you can't like you can't explore these relationships. That's why no, that's why it was the right approach. But should it have been done or not? I don't know. I mean, uh, like I'm sort of I can I can respect George Takei's opinion. taking it out. I don't think would have had a huge impact, but I no. did like that brief moment, and I. Like the idea
0: that they thought that it does it would give add a it, it connection. does give
1: Sulu a little bit of yeah emotion, forward. and that's a little weird
0: too. Is that he has a Chekhov scan for particular life signs on the Yorktown, and we never see anything else about it. Like he asks him,
1: yeah, that's true, thinks, yeah.
0: And I just felt it was like it felt like a weird cut. That like I get that what he's looking for. Everyone in the audience immediately understands. Yeah, that he's but then looking to for- never reference it again, yeah, like. I don't know. I guess it would be weird if was like, "I found your family. They're all, they're okay." But I felt like that would have worked for me, because like, yeah,
1: just having the one moment and then not doing anything with it felt a little weird. I think again, it goes back to like the loose and fancy free writing, right? Like a lot, like all these movies have felt sort of like, "eh, let's just do what we want." And like they don't necessarily like think them through logically, or but if, there's still good things in here, and that's what I've been trying are, to get you to are, talk about. There are about. some decent like things. Like yeah, I like that Kirk has sort of developed a little bit more. It's a, like, I and I liked um, Spock's reason for maybe leaving. Was, I, I thought was yeah, really cool. I, that. It's a, I mean, the only other thing was they touched on Leonard Nimoy dying as well. Yeah. Like they they and killed, I that they was killed Ambassador Spock. That was classic. Yeah, no. I, but the only thing that I thought was weird was, did, did Spock not mention that he already had thought of leaving like the Enterprise to mm. carry on in Spock? Like, it's almost like he knew... About Spock's death before he knew about Spock's death. Maybe, yeah. It was sort of weird, because it was—it sounded like he was already thinking about that on the Enterprise.
0: Yeah, well, but it then, makes sense was, that he would was, still think about that. Like It makes sense that
1: his people are gone, he would think of legacy, and it's probably always present in yeah, his mind. Because it, it almost seemed like he was informed about Ambassador Spock's death when they were on the Yorktown. Yes. So that was the first time he heard about it. I believe it. it was, yeah. But then they almost made it sound like later on that he was already...
0: Okay. I, I buy the fact that maybe this has always been something he's been thinking about because he did in in uh, in the darkness didn't he have some thoughts too? Like didn't they kind of show that like he was
1: kind of conflicted about. No, in in Into Darkness, he just called up uh, Spock on the on the intercom. It's a, it told everyone about him. Yeah, it was what? a. You know this guy Khan. Oh yeah, it was a Khan. Yeah. That was a bit of an. It was terrible. Like, Leonard Nimoy honestly like should not have been there, for that, like if they were gonna give if they're gonna put Spock in that film, they should have done more with Spock. I agree. He does he, like his his place in the first one made a lot of sense, like yeah. for what they were going for. The way he was introduced to Kirk was stupid, in my opinion, and just. That random planet. Didn't, a, didn't you think that? Did, but, I, I
0: kind of expected that Kirk would have had more of a reaction when he found out that Spock had died. Yeah, I don't know. It's a, like, because he, he was, was like he was the first person of the crew that met him. And yeah, had the connection to him, and that's what kind of prompted his kind of looking at young Spock differently in the first place. True. Without old Spock, he never would have come around and ever appreciated. And I, I do like that this movie really cements their friendship and. Yeah. You know, and and that they are friends, and because like, they were still a little bit at odds in, in the darkness. Whereas here, they're most definitely like they were, you know, very good friends, obviously, you know, with,
1: you know, Kirk almost dying in the, the last one. Well, yeah. they never touched on the miracle blood. That, you know. No, it's a. Yeah, that's that's the other thing. Nobody dies in this universe because they got miracle blood. Yeah, unless they're sucked out in the space, maybe? Yeah, <laughs> whatever. Miracle blood. Fix it. <laughs> So yeah, don't feel bad for any of those deaths because they'll just inject them with miracle blood. Well, if they can not find them. And what's it? Why do we have starships in this universe anyway? Can't we just beam from planet to planet? Yeah. What's it? But, yeah, they don't care. They don't care. Well, and that's, they don't care about these things. It's interesting too that they, they care more about the big spectacle. At the beginning, they 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 show that that um,
0: Scotty's afraid of beaming people up on the. Um, What's the name of that ship, again, the Franklin? Franklin, yeah. He's scared
1: of being he mentions on that it. they were only that, that those transporters were meant for cargo to like yeah.
0: transport, and then he's scared of transporting two people. And then suddenly, five minutes later, he's and just getting he like
1: Yeah, again, mechanics in this universe, yes. In the original, well, it, even in the Next Generation and stuff, they've definitely it's not even had the problems. mechanics, it's just that, like, then why even have him say anything? Yeah, it's. But like, why is, is it a cargo-only transporter? Like, maybe the first time saying, I just wanted to make sure that transport And how does transport worked. even work? I mean, when we see that scene with Kirk on the bike, and he, they're saving the crew. Yeah. A, he just jumps into the air as he's being transported, and well, he grabs Jayla is he, well, he, midair.
0: Is it because of the—like, tra- he has his— Well, I think it's like, if it I'm ride.
1: transporting and I touch you, then you transport, too. Well, like it's, it was the sort original of one's kind of like that, isn't it? Well, it? we saw it in Star Trek 4 where she jumped on Kirk, Utsud, Yeah, um, and she got beamed up with him. So, so maybe similar similar do that. This just felt a little weirder, though, because, like, she sort of jumped into the beam. It was a weird... Whereas here, he's, like, just holding her hands, sort of, like, and then, like, yeah, yeah. transports together. It was kind of weird. And yeah. It was, I don't know. It's, it is kind of odd. Yeah. It was just sort of one of those weird things. Well, I mean... Either the it, motorcycle just being there all together was just... For
0: that was just for the the spectacle of the moment, right? Like yeah. to have a cool kind of like I'm going to protect you, I'm going to save you, and you know. Yeah. And now I do give credit. Besides the, the that one sequence, it didn't feel like Fast and the Furious in space. No, it didn't totally feel like. I Fast thought the, and the direction Furious, yeah. was better than maybe I, I was expecting, but I think I've been unfair because I haven't seen the Fast and the Furious movies he did, so I can't even say I know what his visual uh, style. They're, they're like.
1: ridiculous. Like they're over the top. So I could see sort of this
0: felt toned down in comparison, then it wasn 't yeah. as over the top. I did feel the cinematography times, as though was oddly tight like the sequ- some of the um, the shots were a little too tight and they didn't they needed to kind of draw back and or they just there was a lot of confusing shots where you would just kind of pan around and like I guess yeah, there's a lot going on a, like there was a lot of shots where you, you it was going kind of up and around, and I guess I get the idea behind it because they want to show. Yeah, that
1: swarm and all. Yeah, and also like gravity is kind of being lost, but it just—that's another thing that doesn't make sense. There's artificial gravity on the ship, right? So Mm. the ship leans left and right. Yeah, you may like you may sway a bit. Yeah, but you shouldn't be running up the wall. Like, why did it was was spinning? No, but the gravity plating would be like it would hold you into place. Like, because it wasn't working. Yeah, it's a again the mechanics of that vessel are really screwed up. Okay, well, I guess let's bring it home. So. You think, what, what do you think are you going to go to the fourth one opening day oh, I don't know man like honestly like they're, they're getting progressively worse hmm. so it's a um, yeah this is the first time that we actually know there's going to be a fourth one that's like, a big or deal a man. next one yeah um, which you know what like honestly whatever people who can enjoy these films they're not for me it keeps the brand going and you know and yeah, hopefully people I'm just will really hopeful. find other I'm, material like, I'm hoping the series brings it back like because this is just this is beyond. This is beyond Star Trek. This is not yeah. Star Trek anymore. This no. is, this is it's. This is a some sort of action franchise with Star Trek sort of slapped on it. It's a. It's yeah. I, said, I think I said it before. Where it's, it's like a Brita filtered, like you know, it's been filtered and like yeah. The stuff I enjoy most about Star Trek has been filtered out. It doesn't have, not the heart necessarily, but doesn't necessarily yeah. have the. Um, they try, but the it's, soul. it's like they it's, a, they. it's like they try for that. Especially with the characters and stuff, and the characters and they, are they, getting they, they better. Get, they get close, yeah. but it's not quite there. No, it's not quite there. And if, and the thing is, if maybe if the characters like if it was a little bit stronger, like even McCoy, like yeah, um, Carl Urban plays well, him well, but it's almost a caricature of the character. True. It's not quite. I mean, I guess a big thing too is that you know, the
0: original show had a lot of you know important themes about what he was trying to say. Yeah. Um, not every episode, but a lot no, of the episodes episode, were trying to make At a its point. best. Yeah. At its best, and yeah. even sometimes at its middle, it was trying to make a point. Yeah. A point about the human condition, a point about the world in which they lived at the time. There was a lot of great commentary on the Cold War, because yeah. that was the era. And then the movies, for the most part, tried to say something. There was a, a theme. Even Final Frontier had a theme.
1: Yeah, that's true. They they usually have an overall overarching sort of theme. You I mean, know, this you one know. even sort of sets it up, but it doesn't totally explore it necessarily. I mean, in like
0: uh, the next gen movies, I mean you know first they were
1: more action oriented yeah but even first contact
0: like there's definitely a big theme there yeah uh, with,
1: with zephron and Cochran and the first yeah, contact and, all and
0: also and, and Picard going through like you know a catharsis of revenge you know revenge and what do you when someone's kind of stolen a, such a huge piece of you away and how do you kind of combat that and yeah. he, he was basically like a POW in, in, yeah. in a sense as Locutus right like he was forced against his will to act against his own people. like So there's these heady themes, insurrection, uh, not the greatest movie, but again, there's a lot of themes there. But, yeah. Uh, and even Nemesis had some themes in, there's a lot, kind of the idea of aging of, uh, of youth. Of, yeah, like mirror, you know. You know what I mean? Yourself, and then yeah. these films don't really have as much of a, a sense of, of, of theme to them. No, they're or, more or of a senseless purpose. action, right? Uh, and I think part of this also goes to the fact that like, they both, this and the last one, uh, then it kind of degenerated into just a human being uh, trying to kill other human beings for yeah. a very arbitrary
1: reason. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, the like like motives at, are not even that Like, mighty. at the very end, and it's kind of
0: the same thing, we have a Starfleet member, this time it was Kirk, last time it was Spock, fighting against said human who's trying to kill yeah. other humans because of a slight that they have received. Yeah. Like... Like if you boil it down at the very end, that's we're getting the same thing in both movies, and we have to move beyond that. Yeah, beyond.
1: Yeah, I mean, it, so hopefully, I we think get it f- was Chris Pine that like said, that, you know, well, you can't do like a sort of cerebral film like motion picture. Mm. Say, you know, Maybe in this day and age, right? Maybe people don't want that. Yeah, I get it. I mean, they're ultimately they're trying to make money, right? So if this makes about a gazillion dollars, like I'm curious though because I think the first one made the most. The second one didn't do quite as well. Yeah. So I'm, I am curious. How the this critics seem
0: game. to be enjoying both all the films, but I guess they're not always necessarily Star
1: Trek fans. They're yeah, You know, for me, I'm, like I wanted, radi- I they're radi- wanted to enjoy as these. Of today. I wanted to enjoy these, but like I just, the more I think about them, the less I like them. I like to focus on the good things. Yeah, I know, I know I something it's something new a- I'm trying. Because when I saw Batman v Superman, I was so
0: disgusted that I was like, you know what? From now on, maybe I I'll like I'll Batman v them. Superman rather than this. Really, to some degree, yeah. I didn't. I thought this was better than Batman V Superman because yeah. I, I still felt like there was a bit of whimsy here at times. There yeah, was, no, I mean that was a problem maybe with maybe too man. much whimsy here um, yeah, at times. Yeah, no, absolutely. But, this
1: was like, like it got to the point of comical, right? But
0: like, at its best, I thought this movie was a bit more of a jaunt. It was yeah. it was a romp. It, it didn't was, it didn't have very many at its best at moments until the third act. I thought. Then it started taking itself too, too seriously, but at the same time, not seriously enough. It's kind of an interesting juxtaposition because the sabotage moment is very much them not taking oh. it seriously, but then the whole, you know, the plot to destroy the starbase and kill all, all the human beings there, yeah. and then it gets a little too, you know, trying to be serious for maybe not a good enough reason.
1: Yeah. So true. It's,
0: it's a weird conflict of styles.
1: Yeah, it is. It's, it's a weird. It's so maybe weird the next
0: weird. film will be more of a consistent tone. Who knows? We'll see. How
1: many phaser blasts? I don't know. I'm not going to go see it again. There's no point. I got. No. I got it. Will you buy this on, on Blu-ray? No, I didn't buy it in the darkness. No. No, I have 2009, but I'm I refuse to buy in the darkness. And, and, and the, this is I wouldn't even take and, it off the. And street. this is the Kelvin universe. Yeah, the Kelvin timeline. Now, why is it the, Col- the Kelvin timeline? Because the Kelvin was the uh, the vessel that Kirk Jim, or uh, George Kirk was on, right? Okay, so that's so why we call that. Because that's where it sort of split, right? As a, What's the name of the uh, I can't even remember what that ship was. Wouldn't called it make that. more sense to call it that? Well, what's it? I guess because the cause Calvin that's... is the vessel that intercepts it. I know, guess it's a, it sort of changes the course of history. Yeah, well, absolutely. So, but yeah, it's a. I mean, yeah, I, there's no way I'm buying this. Like, there's no point. I, I honestly, I'm I'm just hopeful that the series will be Star Trek again. The Star, th- like Star Trek that I enjoy? Do you think we'll see? No, I forget her name again. Uh, what's her name? The Jayla. Possibly because they've been, like. They gave her a free admission to the Starfleet Academy because everybody just you know moves up in this universe. Like, how old is she supposed to be? Like they almost let oh, the age drop and then down. I don't know. It was a, they didn't really make it clear how old she no, was. No, I
0: liked her again. I yeah. I mean, if she, I think she's kind of a breakout character. Actually, what's like, it a, uh,
1: she, Maybe she could be the new Chekhov uh actually yeah that actually would be a nice sadly anton yelchin has passed away it was a yeah which I, I thought at the end that that was kind of touching was the you know for a- anton yeah that was a nice little touch i mean it was in memory of netherland anymore which was we all knew it was coming yeah absolutely. and then the, the unfortunate accident with it. anton was a, and we mentioned this off podcast which again we should stop doing
0: um the picture the picture was nice but, but weird Yeah, because it doesn't make any sense why it's there yeah like, what, like, it, like when, did, when
1: did Spock have his personal effects
0: come yeah, from the other universe exactly like it, it was just a, send them all over. Like obviously it was a nice touch, and I appreciate it. They were, we're trying, trying to go move. for the fiftieth anniversary. It's the fiftieth anniversary. Yeah. Leonard Nimoy just passed
1: away. They're trying to yeah. draw a connection, and it, it also of, a sort of gives Spock a reason to stay because he sees the like his crew as exact versions of themselves. Yeah.
0: So like I get it, but then when you actually think about it for like longer than a yeah. second, you're like. But wait a minute. He came back by accident. He didn't yeah. just have his stuff with him.
1: Yeah. Yeah, so it's, that, a, it's awkward. Like, it's a weird... That part's weird. Yeah. Like, I get it, but yeah, it's, it's a bit awkward. And I was... Again, it's like... So, next time you're on the podcast is uh, two episodes
0: from now doing Suicide Squad, which yeah. I think we're excited about. Um, now, next year, 2017, is when we're going to have the new series, new Star Trek series debut. Yeah. When the pilot hat comes on and, and airs, I'm guessing you'll come on the podcast to talk about
1: it. Yeah, we can talk about it. Let's just hope it's going to be a, a lot better than what we now, just did. Now, that new show, is that going to be doing like a weekly stream? Yeah, so it's a, uh, apparently in Canada... We're going to get it on CTV, the first episode, Pilot, yeah. which is a b- bigger network. Yeah. That's it's our so national network. Yeah, so, yeah, national network. It's a, and um, in the States, it will be on CBS. Yeah. like Also, or so, na-
0: also a national network. Yeah, the Pilot.
1: The f- yeah. Uh, here in Canada, we're going to get it on Space Channel from there on a uh, weekly. Yeah. And then in the states it will be on CBS All Access. Interesting. Digitally. And, and it, not all at once; like they'll be like week by week. Solo. Yeah, and I think they said that it's going to be 13 episodes. I think is what they've said. I'm excited yeah. because I haven't we haven't had track TV in a long time. Like one uh, Enterprise was the, the last. What was it? 2005. Holy shit! It's been 11 years. Yeah, it's been 11 years. That's it a was long 10 time. years between um, between the, the last episode of uh, the original series and in the, the first movie, yeah. right? So. Yeah. Yeah, I'm just really hoping that this series is going to reinvigorate the franchise in a positive way. To, you know, bring it back to what it should be. Well, as we've
0: said before, the creative staff seems to be, you know, yeah. they're getting some great people involved. I definitely, like What's
1: said, when I first heard it and... Oh, you Kurtzman, were not a fan. You when like, this Kurtzman is... was the only one linked to it, I was yeah. like, oh, Jesus Christ. But then like, Fuller was a big thing. Yeah, no, thing. absolutely. The the rest of the people that are involved, was a, I think there's a much more... Isn't there a Roddenberry involved? Yeah, Roddenberry's Jr. is involved yeah. as well. I mean, not that he's, I don't think... Doesn't necessarily mean anything, but... Yeah, like, he, he, I think he's, what's it, like... I think it's the idea that these luminaries, these people who have been involved if he in has some some way, input in it, I, I, like, you know... They bring a cachet that, to yeah. it, right? Like, they have something The biggest one is Nicholas Meyer, being, yes. you know, director of Star Trek Two and uh, Star Trek Six, two of my favorite... Original. Series I love movies. six. So I will a, watch that every day. And I mean, I think he. It's kind of funny because a lot of people will say Star Trek Two was very different too in a yeah. lot of ways, right? Like he, Roddenberry really didn't like Star Trek Two, right? And it's a, so it's interesting, but he Star Trek is the action oriented one. True, but it also set up sort of a lot of the Star Trek type things that kept yes. going from that from that point, right? Like it sort of reinvented the franchise in some ways. Was it yeah. like? You know, but it worked. It worked well. It was still the characters that were driving it, right? Like the yeah. characters. There's more of a connection there. Like these characters, they don't care as much about them. No. You know, like it's a, like and I, when Kirk died in the last one, I knew he was coming back because they set up that stupid super blood thing. Yeah. I think it would have been a much more bolder decision to actually kill Kirk in that one yeah. and have Spock take over or somebody, right? Like, but of course they weren't going to do that. It does feel like they play a little safe. But maybe like yeah. as tragic
0: as it is that Antoni, uh, sorry, um, that has yeah. go- gone, it'd be interesting to see what that allows them to push forward and do differently.
1: Yeah, I mean, I I, I do like the fact that they've said that they're not going to recast them because I think that would be kind of. I think that's that. the right move. It, it, yeah, it would be weird to have a different person playing checkoff already. Yeah, it just would feel out of place. I think you can now put Jayla maybe in that position. Yeah, like that's almost potential like they, for that. They set it up in a way, and as we said, she was one of the best parts of the movie. Yeah, I mean, I don't think that was the intention. No, it was like no, not at obviously, all. Obviously, they you know they weren't expecting this to happen. So, but I guess it's, it's nice that they, you know, they added
0: something new to the franchise. Where yeah. I would say that the last two movies they took a lot away. Like they blew up. Yeah, interesting,
1: because like the, um, like the poster for this too. She like they did like the, like basically a motion picture type poster, yeah. right, with the rainbow. sort of effect and she was like the Aylea character which was the navigator oh yeah right so there you go on the poster so there you go the foreshadow is there
0: alright well two more. thank you for joining me for this episode this yeah. has been as I said at the beginning episode 392 you can email us at comic at gmail.com like the show on Facebook rate and review us on iTunes subscribe to us on iTunes you can also listen to us on Stitcher if you want to help donate to the show to keep it running there's a link at the bottom of the show notes as well thank you to those who have donated we're, we're up to two woohoo uh, and someone else who, off the books not through Podbeam but off the books is also donated and I also appreciate his gift uh, so thanks again and we'll catch you next time our next episode should be a conversation with Paul Jenkins uh, acclaimed writer and creator Uh, many different comic books but especially he's the one who actually wrote Wolverine's Origin in Origin uh, back in 2001 he'll be joining us next week and then the week after we'll be uh, doing a spotlight on the Suicide Squad week after that uh, at the moment we should be talking with Kevin Boyd who's the the comic book coordinator, uh, comic talent coordinator for the uh, Fan Expo Canada and then after that we're going to have episode 400, holy shit we've almost done way too many of these Uh, so we'll catch you next time, bye bye Thank you.